This week's episode is brought to you by the Full Pint Brewing Company, the sponsors of our first ever live show at the Arcade Comedy Theater in downtown Pittsburgh this August 15th. $5 will get you into the show, we'll get you a barrel of laughs, and we'll get you free beer courtesy of Full Pint. Full Pint Brewing Company is a collaborative brewery featuring some of the Pittsburgh area's finest brewers and beer nerds. So come on down to the Arcade Comedy Theater 8.30 doors, 9 o'clock show, enjoy some company, have some laughs, and uh, nerd out with some fellow beer lovers. Alright, okay, let's do a podcast. Hello and welcome to Ninjas vs. Podcast, that podcast where once a week we argue that old chestnut... Which is better, X or Y? Also, a Chestnut Appreciation Podcast. I am your host, Tyler, the Jesus Montero of this podcast. I'm your co-host, Jordan, the Antonio Bastardo of this podcast. And I'm your also host, Kevin, the Fautino de los Santos of this podcast. Now, Jordan, I, I haven't actually been following this story. Uh, what exactly is going on? With these these uh these baseballers. All right, there's this steroid academy in Miami called Biogenesis. A lot of people have studied at Steroid Academy. <laughs> is it anything like the X Men First Class Academy? It is. Yes. Exactly Once you take like steroids, it they makes find, you They come mutant. and they find <laughs> you, and they they rain them all up for a superhero See, team. See, it, it makes you a new mutant. Your superpowers: you can throw faster pitches and you can hit home runs. Um, so, baseball has brought down the hammer on like. 20, the hammer of Thor. The hammer of Bud Selig on like twenty. It's Marvel's Civil War all over again. Twenty. <laughs> Random Hispanic dudes plus one Alex Rodriguez plus one Ryan Braun. Wait, was was Alex was Alex Rodriguez's superpower or mutant power getting pinch hit for by Raul Ibanez every no. time he went up at bat in the playoffs? No, uh, A Rod's superpower is being constantly compared to Derek Jeter and coming up short. Um, I will say that there there's some truth to this. I have been on steroids since since Friday. Um, I've, I've got a nice cream for my arm because I might have Lyme disease. We'll yeah, find out let's soon. Hope, let's hope the superpower <laughs> that your steroids imbues you with is not getting Lyme's disease. That yeah, that would like be a great. Good superpower. Yeah. I have experienced some roid rage every once in a while. My arm just kind of kind of hulks out. Just gets real, real buff and veiny, and I have to like punch through a wall. It's real unfortunate that I'm in my new apartment, but you're gonna I have do to have internet here now. You're gonna have to like wear a biohazard suit at the live show, man. You can't get these people infected. Yeah, because that's totally how Lyme's disease works. Uh, yeah. So, First of all, it's Lyme disease. It's not Lyme's disease. There isn't a man named Lyme whose disease it is. No, no. It's like it's because you pick a bunch of limes, and there are bugs on the limes, and they come off and they bite you, and you turn green. Uh huh. It's very close to gangrene, uh-huh. where yeah, you're is, is drafted into the gangrene gang. Disease? No, it's Lyme disease. I think it's a disease that belongs to Lyme. But He's speaking right. of right. <laughs> speaking of our live show, that is only one week away. That's going to be at the Arcade Comedy Theater in Pittsburgh. We've been plugging it left and right. If you're 
here listening to the show because of my brother, my brother and me. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, we do our best. Hopefully you <laughs> so... haven't turned off the podcast yet. <laughs> Hopefully you like baseball. We've given um... no prospectus as to what this podcast is all about in like 20 minutes. Um, but no, we would love to see as many people as possible there. Uh, we are sponsored by Full Pint Brewery. They are providing a bunch of cases of their beer. It should be more than enough for the evening so that everyone goes away satisfied. If you RSVP over at our Facebook event page on our Facebook group, uh, then we, if it looks like we need more beer, then we're going to get more beer. Uh, no one will go home thirsty and we will have Dixie Cups for anyone with uh, celiac disease. Um, <laughs> and I, I think we're roughly, we're not we're not going to hold it to bottomless beer, as they might have mentioned, but I'm going to, I think it's probably safe to say we're going to aim for at least two beers per person. That's yeah. probably Yeah, no right. one will go home sober, unless you're driving. And then, If you're do. driving. No, especially okay. if you're driving. Um, so thank you so much. Uh, keep that in mind. We'll mention it again at the end of the show. But without further ado, um, let's go ahead and get into the meat of this podcast. We are a show where each week we argue verses and would you rather questions submitted by you, the listener. We take them and we hash them out here on the show. So let's go ahead and get started. Our first question comes to us from friend of the show, David Clausen, who's really been knocking it out. Uh, I'm bummed to see him leaving Pittsburgh this week. But thank you so much, David, for all these great questions you've been sending us. Um, and he wants to know, would you rather have antlers for the rest of your life or constantly smell like cheese? Go. So would I rather have something really awesome or something really terrible? <laughs> no. I, yeah, geez. I mean, which, well, wait, hold which, on. Which, I mean, Kevin? antlers are terrible. So What? I mean... No. It'd be, having antlers would be awesome. You would get a mate so easily because you'd be like, oh, <laughs> do you want to butt heads with me for this fine lady? Oh, now you don't have any eyeballs. No, you have to find the one other person on the planet that has antlers <laughs> and like go up against him. Situation. Otherwise, otherwise, they're going to be terrified by you going and like gouging all of these bald heads. With your with your antlers, you're just gonna be scratching their scalps up. Unless you could go, you could challenge actual deer. Like if that was going on in a ring, I would pay so much money to see it. I want. I only want a woman who's attracted by gore and goring. That's that's um, my only qualifier. She yeah, has to be a huge fan of uh, Nazi history. Um, if she isn't into goring, uh, I've got nothing for her. <laughs> That was a real, oh goodness, that was a real deep, uh, deep slice there. Yeah, I don't, I don't know who that, that, that segment of humor appeals to. Maybe a World War II buffs? I have World, yeah. World War II veterans are off the charts with this podcast. They are loving this episode right now. Alright, so, antlers. Downside of antlers, everyone's gonna think you're a druid. Mm, that's true. <laughs> the natural assumption. Is that guy a druid? He's oh, probably man, of the Wiccan. He's of the Wiccan persuasion. He, you know, t- <laughs> the Wiccan orientation. Peyote, thinks he can shapeshift into a deer, and he can't. But that's going to be a big problem. You're going to have taxi drivers um, refusing to pick you up. You're going to have people avoiding you on the subway. It's gonna, it's gonna be awful. They have to deal with so much discrimination. Um, uh, that guy, yeah, the, dru- a, the Druish total... people have it hard. 
total closet wicked that guy um He's you're totally... also gonna have the problem of people seeing you and treating you like a coat or hat rack like you know there are gonna be plenty of folks who are just like oh this is so convenient i'm just gonna you know like drape my scarf over here it's gonna it's gonna it's gonna be a nice uh Nice little alternative. Also, to... uh, I would like to point out uh, for any Mabimbam crossover listeners uh, that according to Griffin, the reindeer antler carries leprosy. I don't think that is true at all. But if it is, you might be a leprosy carrier. Oh, wait a second, though. Didn't they like, don't they grind up antlers for stuff? Yeah, like, they you could, do. You could it's... harvest it. I'll look up the dirt on antler powder. What kind of cheese is? What do you? What do you? What is your preferred cheese to smell like? If you have to smell like cheese? oh smoked gouda, duh. I th- yeah. I mean, there are so many people who love cheese. How many ladies have you heard? You know, talk about just like the passion that they have for a good hunk of cheese, cheese and crackers. Nope. It's practically Nobody. like chocolate. Yeah. Oh, whenever I go through a bad breakup, I just chow down on cheese. I just. <laughs> Sit in front of the TV. I watch Friends. And no, I they watch some, cheesy movies. And I eat some sweet, sweet or Gruyere, or however it's pronounced. Is that I right? do like a nice sweet cheese, uh, as opposed to something a little a sharper, sharp, sharp New York cheddar, perhaps. Uh, but if you're smelling like cheese, um, you're not gonna smell like other things. <laughs> oh, hey there, deodorant. Don't have to worry about body odor anymore. Hey I'm just kind of like it's just a constant. Like, you're cutting it out of the equation. Uh, you, no matter what you do, you are going to smell like cheese. Hey, but you're going to attract a very particular kind of lady, and that is the wine enthusiast. Oh, yeah. And she's just going to be whining all well, the time. They, they will be whining a lot. But she'll be she'll be taking sips of her wine, and then to cleanse her flavor palate, she'll just walk up to you and, like, sniff your head. <laughs> That's not awful. Oh, um, man. What a romantic gesture. Uh, another romantic gesture, though, if you have antlers, you could use it like one of those claw head massager things. Or I bet you'd give, like, really good back scratches. <laughs> She'd be like, honey, hold on. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna lean over and I'm gonna, and, you know, give you, give you a little nuzzle. I'm just gonna tear your back flesh off. That's, that's what's <laughs> Yeah, good. but disadvantage for antlers. What if you're in a house, uh, that has low ceilings, you stand up real fast, or you're you're going oh, yeah, down those a staircase. Drop ceilings. You're going down a staircase. Suddenly, wham! Your antlers have like ruptured into the wall. You're in pain because your head. You got whiplash. Uh, maybe the the mounts for your antlers are bleeding a little. You got holes in your friend's walls. Uh, it's gonna be a mess. Hey, but downside to smelling like cheese. Hope you never want to go to India because you're gonna get persecuted real bad probably arrested oh yeah because they don't they don't take kindly to dairy there you've been messing with them cows that's right i'm also having an image of um antler jordan walking through the park and a mother is is walking her her small child past him with a with a balloon on a string and it just touches one of his antlers (laughs) and explodes (laughs) and he starts sobbing there'd be so many situations (laughs) like that Man, if there was ever an occasion where we should turn on those Google uh, Hangout uh, <laughs> post post stuff on top of your your videoed face. Yep, that's thing. the technical term. Yeah, whatever you want to call it. 
That would be now, because I know they have antlers as an option. <laughs> I know they have antlers as an option, too, because every Christmas time when we start recording episodes, I come on and you guys are decked out in reindeer studs and in the reason for the beard. season i'm so well and, and i try and, and start recording and, and you guys are like five seconds behind because you you won't no, because you your... have poor internets well, yep. not anymore got that fios got, uh, got that fios that's not friendly. although i i'd imagine that cheese smell is also going to attract animals but that's how you get ants honestly yeah, all she over said, your you face. You start smelling did like she, cheese. Healthy did you see Kingdom of the Crystal Skull? That's going to be you. One of those. You're going to have a crystal skull. <laughs> Ants will eat away your flesh and revealing the crystal skull beneath. You're going to be one of those doofy, vaguely ethnic henchmen that just gets eaten by ants. Good you mean luck. the Nazis? Or no, not the, the Nazis, no, the Ruskies? Yeah, there you go. I'm going to be... I can't even think of a single Russian name right now. Vladimir? Vladimir, one of the uh, natives in uh, Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, is that what it is? Yeah, Legend yes. of the Legend of Korra, Legend uh, of the Forbidden Hidden Temple. One of them is Ernie Ray's Jr., um, the star of Surf Ninjas and uh, son of uh, Ernie Ray's Senior, and the uh, the pizza delivery boy in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles uh, Two: Secret yes, of the Ooze. We know your love, uh, Ernie Ray's Junior. Also, and I don't think even you knew this, Tyler, founder of Carl's Junior. That's true. He 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 did um, judo chop every other uh, chain in the area. Uh, and start the first Carl's Jr. That's right. You carved out a place. Uh, do either of you guys have any more compelling points on this one? Antler points? I mean, antlers, Ew. it's it's going to make it hard to wear hats. I don't think we brought that up. Or helmets. You're also going to have to be really careful on roller coasters. Because <laughs> if there's if there's like a beam somewhere that you're just a little too high for, that's that's going to be a disaster waiting to happen. Do you think you're gonna be able to cut them off and like they grow back? That's gotta itch though. Oh yeah, of course. That's gotta, that's gotta they, be no, frustrating because they, they you back, have like they grow back bone instantly. protruding through your skull. Oh, what if they're like moose antlers? Those are oh, heavy antlers. Yeah, you'd have some neck problems. It, it, oh, it wouldn't shoot. be fun. Yeah, you'd have to have some sort of like headgear type apparatus. Or yeah, what if oh. you're like a water buffalo? <laughs> uh, two options though. One, you hang like grocery bags on your antler and to you balance go ahead them out? not to balance them out to like go up the stairs in your apartment um or you can like cradle a whole bunch of beers in in your little <laughs> antler net and kind of just have straws coming out of each of them hey, uh hey. that that would be pretty awesome you or you could, you could uh, drape a very large mitt over them and go to baseball games you're gonna catch so many foul balls <laughs> You could also cradle a tiny baby bunny who was just born in the forest. In your antlers? Yes. That's a good enough uh, reason for me. So let's go ahead and take a vote. Uh, Jordan, what are you going with? I'm going to go with uh, Smells Like Cheese because anyone who works at a pizzeria already is that. And uh, do you do you work at a pizzeria in this scenario? Or do you just want to have the affectation of uh, Well, if anyone worker? asks, I'll say I, I own my own pizzeria that I put in, you know, long hours at. And I won't tell them my real job. <laughs> which is an engineer, which is less, far less likely to impress. Well, I than, could be a cheese engineer. 
Also, Wallace and Gromit probably smell like cheese 24-7 as well. Kevin? Were they made of cheese? Uh, the moon was. The moon oh. was indeed. Oh, well, there you go. Okay. Let's have some cheese, grommets. Um, I, I am going to go with antlers because when you go out, if you smell like cheese and you go out in the sun, then you are going to smell like warm, soggy, rotting cheese. And it's even worse than regular cheese. Oh yeah, the sweat will just combine with the cheese smell. Yep, I'm not gonna handle that. So although they say the worse smelling the cheese is, the the better it tastes. So I don't know, maybe that will. That's what better. ugly people say, and it's a, um, and it's a metaphor. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and go with antlers because I think there are plenty of utilities for them, and also it just. Look cool. It'll be a defining characteristic. Also, yeah. certainly be intimidating. Also, you'll have an entire indie band on your head. Oh man, what if I get those like gazelle antlers and they're just kind of kind of like like spiky pikes? It's gonna be so easy to open like bags of chips and stuff. Yeah, right. you could be a dick dick. <laughs> Good point. <laughs> so, <laughs> thank you so much for your question, David. And next time you have to choose between having antlers or constantly smelling of cheese, go ahead and pick those antlers. You're going to be glad you did. Our next question comes to us from Adam Burgess. Thank you so much, Adam, who wants to know R&R versus D&D. Go. Which pair of letters is superior? Well, Now, I'm assuming this means rest and relaxation versus Dungeons nope. and Dragons. Railroad. Versus, Railroads versus oh, yeah. um, Rails Rails and Roads. Rails and Roads versus That's my favorite board game. Donatello and Dirigibles. No, versus <laughs> Dick Dicks. Oh. <laughs> um, Would you mind explaining to the world before <laughs> No, it's like a really little deer, isn't it? Yeah. Dick Dick. Wait, so Wait, like so... Dick Dicks are named for the alarm calls of the females. In addition to the female's alarm call. Both the male and female make a shrill whistling sound. These calls may alert other animals to predators. So, <laughs> so that's uh, thing. well, in Dungeons and Dragons, uh, you are going to be able to create your um, your were turtle Donatello, and possibly go into a, a steampunk fantasy where you do drive around dirigibles, and that's pretty great. There's a whole world of imagination and adventure out there. Uh, the problem is you're gonna you're gonna have a real hard time finding finding friends who are going to put up with that. You're gonna have a really hard time finding friends, I think, in general, in that scenario. Oh, here we go. D and D actually stands for dumb and dumb. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, there it is. Yep. 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 <laughs> Rails and roads. Rails and roads versus dumb and dumber. Listen, I I am gonna say right off the bat, Dungeons and Dragons is propping up the vital American dice industry. And oh, that's true. We cannot afford to lose that as a people. Do you want to? Are you saying you want to take our dice industry overseas? You want to outsource that? You want a bunch of Chinese dice that are probably weighted so that you lose to all the Chinese monsters that are in the game? Kaiju's. Yeah. Well, let's not make this about you know ethnicity here. It's like uh, it's like in computers. You need the people who are paying the premiums. For the super fancy computers so that they can make, you know, the average Joe computers and the pass on the savings to the rest of us. You need those those folks buying their 
their 100-sided dice inside of other dice so that the average man can, you know, enjoy Yahtzee in peace. Right. Advantage, rest, and relaxation. Oh, it's so, it's so calming. <laughs> By definition. And I'm... <laughs> I'm looking up alternative R&Rs on... Uh... Oh, I thought you were looking up alternative, <laughs> alternative rest and relaxation. Rest and relaxation. I only take naps while skydiving. No, it's I... It's something I'm, I'm passionate <laughs> about. I like the feeling of the wind against my skin. Like, I've had to set up an air tunnel for myself if I even want to sleep at night. There's I can get in a good minute and a half of sleep while I'm up there. There's a game called Rig and Roll which is a sandbox-style truck-driving simulation and racing video game designed by Russians. <laughs> Those Russians do love their sandboxes. And uh, this game looks incredible. Oh, man. If, they're, I, if we're talking extreme rest and relaxation, though, that's something I could definitely get behind. Oh, extreme, <laughs> extreme easy living, too? <laughs> yes. Electric Boogaloo. Oh, uh, well, R and R was originally a military slang for rest and relaxation, and being in the military is not very relaxing to me. So I don't really know if that's that's what I'm I'm into. Um, not to you personally. You don't think yeah. being in the military would put you at ease? <laughs> um, <laughs> rails and roads, however, are also terrible because we have planes now, and there's just no need for them. I don't yeah, know. But have you, it's the have third you... tier of the planes, trains, and automobiles uh, <laughs> system. You mean the second tier? The triforce of transportation, as it were. Um, no, how much? How often do you get a chance to rest or relax in uh, a, rail, a railroad? Though? A rail in an Alfred Hitchcock movie? No, because the thing is, like, you get on that train, you got the the rhythmic. Uh, Clitter clatter of those wheels. Oh man, that puts me to sleep right away. Of feet. (laughs) Yes, up on the rooftop. (laughs) Um, Satan comes down your chimney with his cloven hooves. Uh, No, but like seriously, I would love in like uh, road trips too. You know, you got you got the sound of just the road and like the hum of the engine. It'll put you right to sleep if you're if you're middle school Tyler lying on the back seat. Yeah, until Uh, they sound that ear splitting train whistle. That you can buy souvenirs of at your local convenience store. With Dungeons and Dragons, you can do anything. You could have a dungeon be on a train. You could, you could, you, you could lower taxes. Dungeon man. That sounds like a pretty sweet scenario, actually. You're on a train, like a gigantic oh, train that is actually like a huge dungeon, and, and it's a and different Barrett, trap in every car. Barrett from Final Fantasy VII is there telling you there's there's no getting off of this train, and then you go off the rails on a crazy train. That's <laughs> just Ozzy shows up. I was just trying to figure out. How bites the head off a bat, um, re- recovers a, a surge of health points. Um, disadvantage D and D though, uh, it is. Uh, satanic. I don't know if you guys have oh, read any tracts. Uh, it is it is a portal uh, to the devil. You know, there's like you can only play that game so far b- before you know Billy and Jeannie like they try and act out their pagan rituals, and you're gonna open a portal yeah. to another dimension. I mean, the well, guy, it's really hard because at the that's, very that's start, where Cthulhu comes from. The guy who you know it's a gateway it, drug. The guy <laughs> who designed it is named Gary Gygax. <laughs> It's yeah, it's hard because even at the very start, I mean, you start every game of D and D by saying "smoke meth and hail Satan." 
So yes, it's very difficult to kind of you know divorce the Satan worship from. Oh, uh, can we talk about that? No. Can we? Yeah, I would like to crowdsource this a little bit. If any of our listeners are familiar with a smoke meth and hail Satan T-shirt, uh, it is black with an inverted cross on it. Kevin and I caught a glimpse of it when I visited New York, and then when Jordan visited New York the next weekend, they saw the exact same shirt. There is a movement going on. It is probably D&D related. Uh, I oh. would really like to have this explained. You know you know where it's from? Uh, the where? band Ankersand, or the something Ankersand. Ampersand? You're, you're mispronouncing that, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry, Ampersand. No, Ankersand. Uh, is it an Ampersand with like a, like a hooky dealy? On the end, and it's like in in the beach. No, is that what it is? It's I don't know. I, I, I'm looking at some pictures. It's pretty freaking weird. There's like <laughs> blood all over the place and junk. I don't know. Well, that's the kind of lifestyle that D and D is gonna get you. Um, I D and D is not that relaxing though. I mean, it's a lot of math. It's a lot of calculating odds and risks. It's it's and if you're like dungeon mastering, that's a whole lot of work. You got to come up with every every possible scenario and it's it's going to take it's going to take a lot of uh, that's that's it. That's the uh that's the that's the hoodie. Yep, there it oh, is. Oh, it does have an amper's hand with a with an anchor on it. Huh. Good job, Jordan and I. <laughs> um well, we we're talking about how D&D is satanic, but R and R is satanic too. Idle oh, hands, that's true. idle hands. The devil's workshop, playground, play shop, workground. The devil's uh, child <laughs> that's labor my, camp. That's my favorite game on the 3ds eShop right now. <laughs> the the devil's workshop playground. <laughs> it's it's great because you have to manage uh, a child workforce and a, a vibrant playground system. So it's a life sim. It's a life sim in the in the vein of Animal Crossing. Um. All right. Unless anyone has a compelling point on this, I think we need to wrap this one up. Uh, I am going to go ahead and vote for R and R because there is nothing I would rather do than you know have fifty cameras trained on me while I take the most peaceful nap I've ever had. Uh, in a barrel rushing over the Niagara Falls. In my new Spike TV original series, uh, Extreme R and R. All right, Jordan, what are you going with? Uh, I will. Oh go wow, with... you went with Jordan last time, but that's fine. I'll go last. He always again. goes to me second. It's because that's how we introduce ourselves at the beginning. <laughs> fine, Kevin, what's your vote? You know what? I don't know. Go to Jordan. <laughs> Jordan, what's your vote? Uh, I'm gonna go D and D. Primarily because. Playing D and D is like a form of rest and relaxation. Unless, unless I will, all, all of my D and D sessions will henceforth be stressful. Then you know that's fine. Kevin, you know what? I think I'm gonna go with R and R because um, sometimes I just want Dungeons or Dragons. I don't want to have to have them both all the time. Plus, you know, Kevin, yeah, sometimes I can get a little overwhelmed. Sometimes I just want a dungeon crawl where I just walk for like four hours around a dungeon. You know, stop just... at the different pubs along along the, uh, yeah. the corridors of the dungeon. <laughs> Kevin, Kevin, you'll always have Warhammer 40k anyways. That's true. Yes. Does anyone still play Warhammer? Wait, oh, the original one or the future one? Either. The, the future That's... one is the original one, I thought. 
Either way, it's the most expensive hobby ever, and then you have to learn to paint. Figurines! (laughs) Which we're all terrible at. So thank you so much, Adam, for your question. And next time, you have to choose between R&R or D&D. Go ahead with that R&R. You're going to be glad you did. And you know, you're going to be so much better rested. You're going to be able to take on uh, reality. Because that's what we all should live in. Our next question comes to us from our big book of Would You Rathers. Haven't uh, haven't dipped into this for a while by Justin Heimberg and David Gomberg. And they would like to know, would you rather have a 15-minute shopping spree where you can take anything you can get your hands on at Joanne Fabrics or in Macy's? With the Siberian tiger loose. Go. So you have to choose between the wealth of options at a Joanne Fabrics. Uh-huh, yep. Or anything that would be available in a Macy's with the caveat of there being a Siberian tiger loose. Well, now, this, this is, is important. easy for me. I'm going to call up my friend Tolia. Because as we all know, all Russians <laughs> know how to beat up tigers. Even I mean, they're, they're Siberian. That's, that's how they won the Cold War, right? Because they were like, yes. hey, listen, we're going to release all these tigers into America. And we're the only ones that know how to tame them. And they're bulletproof. Yeah, Kevin. Bomb-proof. That is how they won the Cold War. Yep. Um, in, in your alternate history novel. He rides! Rides a tiger! <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Um, Maybe you could just go look at the Berlin Wall that's still up, Jordan. Anyway, there's an important clarification we need to make. Are these outlet stores? What are the prices like that we're talking about here? How much savings? Like how the the risk to savings ratio? Exactly. Well, it's not really an issue either way. Because um, anything you have like carte blanche. Carte anything that you can, blanche? Shopping, shopping, shopping cart. cart blanche. I got it. That was good. Uh, but you anything you can get your hands on, you can take with you. Um, the catch is that in Macy's, there's also a Siberian tiger. Now, I think it all depends on how pissed off the tiger is. Mm, that's a good point. I mean, if this guy, you know, if he knows I'm there and he's hunting me, a la Jurassic Park, a la Congo, a la Predator. A la la the hunter guy from Jumanji. Uh, (laughs) Robin Williams? No. No, Robin Williams is the the kid from Jumanji. The hunter is... Oh, right, the Teddy Roosevelt The blunderbuss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who played that guy? I'm gonna have to Teddy look Roosevelt. It was Teddy Roosevelt. Yeah, he was. It was the role of a lifetime. Um, <laughs> he got stuck in the game. That's why he didn't get a second term as president. Um, he got stuck in the game Jumanji. If you can somehow catch this tiger, I think by the rules of the game, you're going to be able to take this tiger home with you. It is now your tiger. Oh, you're saying like you could get like a tiger pelt to wear. You could skin that. Or way. <laughs> <laughs> or just a pet tiger. I mean, if you really, if you really want to turn him into a throw rug, you can. Because if you catch an animal, it's instantly subservient to you. Once you put it in a pen, it's like, well, I guess I better give up for the rest of my life. Yeah, that's how it works in my video games. Well, I'm just saying, if you get into, if you head over to the Teen Dream section, and you just get a whole bunch of like fish nets and whatnot. You you combine those into a larger than fish nets, and you you snatch up this tiger. Uh, Spencer gifts. 
<laughs> Macy's has a lot of stuff now. You can also, I feel like you're going to be getting more bang for your buck in the Macy's. Like they have much more expensive things in a Macy's. You're going to be able to get uh, fine perfumes. Uh, you're going to be able to get some some designer jackets, clothes and things, all kinds of jewelry. Like you're going to be able to sell, resell these things at breakneck prices. Man. Whereas at Joe and Fabrics, you're just going to have like a whole bunch of craft supplies. Do you guys you remember? Three words. Do you, hold on. Can I also give you three names? Go on. Do you remember? Let's only give options in sets of three. Do you guys Go remember uh, from the movie Jumanji uh, the role that was played by David Allen Greer? Yeah, he was the, uh, yeah, he yeah, was yeah, the factory yeah, he was the, guy. Who, yeah, he was the guy who invented the fly kicks. Yeah. All right. Sorry. That's all I had. <laughs> three words Kevin. that are going to sell you on Joanne Fabrics. On Joe and Fabrics. <laughs> <laughs> Joe and Fabrics. Joe, J, get a J and of... F. Joe and Fabrics. It's actually uh, a sorry, combination you, coffee your... shop and craft surplus. What were your actual three words? Unlimited googly eyes. Do they? Wait, hold on. Do they sell googly eyes? Uh, yeah, it's a craft. Yeah, it's a craft store. That oh, is no, the flagship fabrics. craft of any craft store. Is googly eyes. That and glitter. Uh, you're going to be able glitter? to get. You're going to be able to get some big plastic discs. Um, pop out the your headlights in your car and just kind of put those bad boys in there, <laughs> so that when the light shines behind it, it looks like your car has googly eyes. That's going to. You're going to be able to get pogs like three years after the pog craze has died out. <laughs> you're going to be able to make so many figurines out of polymer clay and cook them in the oven. Um. There's there's a wealth of things to be found. You're gonna learn fabrics. how to make really crappy watercolor paintings. <laughs> Although Paint by I numbers, will Bob Ross paintings. I will ad- admit that um, shamefully I have reached a point in my life where I have uh, an entire drawer in my room dedicated to cardigans. And when you wear those bad boys so much, they naturally develop some pills. They get those little fabric pills on them. And at Joe and Fabrics, I was able to find a D pillar. Which is basically a beard trimmer for your sweaters. It just kind of has like a little protective thingy and it slices them off and it collects them in a little like Dyson vacuum. And it's it's simplified my sweater lifestyle so much. Deep Pillar was my favorite uh, Christian rock group growing up. The great thing about Joanne Fabrics is you're going to have a great time picking out all your stuff. And then with the things that you grabbed... You're going to be able to make a scrapbook about the great time that you had. So you'll always remember it. Um, which do you think uh, the opposite gender would appreciate more? Joanne a Fabrics. Loving, a lovingly crafted uh, gift made from Joanne Fabrics or um, a lightly shredded dress from uh from a tiger. Yeah, let's actually let's delve into this uh imagine if we were women and instead of men. I do every day. <laughs> uh, not just me, the every the every animal. morning more when just, I wake up. More just you guys. More the, just the every two morning when I, I wake up. If you are women. Yeah, that's your and I put Tyler, on my makeup. Tyler is very I say single, a little and it would you. fix all of his all of his problems if one of us was a woman. Are are you implying that we would want to be in a relationship with him? Well, he, <laughs> would, he would be after us. Oh, God us. forbid. I mean, naturally. I, I'm just saying, would... I think I could do better. I mean, I'm not, no, no slight against you. 
But uh, going back to my original point, I feel like if we were women, then uh, Joanne Fabrics would have a little more appeal to us. Because uh, and... women love crafting scissors. Right. They love to. They're very crafty people. Uh, that's true. They're they're so wily. That's why I feel they like... caused sin. I feel like uh, if you in Macy's, you're going to be so rushed not to get mauled to death by this tiger. Uh, you're not nothing you grab's going to match. Is there going to be any or is giant it Joanne fabrics? You have a wealth of colors. To is there going to be any giant balloons in the Macy's? I believe so. I believe the the tiger is actually um, a full size Macy Day uh, parade tiger now, that has been crammed into the building with you, Kevin. You have to dig your way through like you're in a playpen obstacle course, a la Olympic fun zone. Kevin, maybe you know this, but doesn't the the big Macy's in New York isn't that multiple floors? If there's only one oh, yeah. Siberian tiger, you just have to establish which floor it's on and stay away from it. See, here's the thing. With with the the plethora of clothes in Macy's, you are going to be able to fashion some some tiger traps out of some of those big and tall pant, pairs of pants. You know, set yourself up a snare, get some of that uh, I don't know cologne or something, rig it up Home Alone style so that it sprays in his face and gets in his eyes, and that tiger's not going to be able to kill what he can't see. Straighten out some clothes hangers, make a impromptu punji pit. Or just use those clothes hangers to attack them. Because a man with a clothes hanger can easily take on a full-size Siberian tiger. Oh, yeah. All right, we need to take a vote on this. Kevin, which are you going with? You know, I think I'm going to go with Macy's because shopping has replaced our hunter-gatherer instincts. So what better way to rekindle, you know, that primal urge than to hunt clothes while I hunt a deadly beast that I will bring home to my cave wife and say, cook this with the fire that I invented. With the fire that I've put into your heart. He just wants to feel alive with Yeah, me. I just want to love Something, anything. I just want uh, that tiger to love me. Jordan? I'm going to go with Macy's. Uh, because I'm going to assume what the question didn't reveal is that this is occurring in a in a time period where Macy's uh, was, you know, it was old enough that gun stores were still everywhere. And maybe this when Macy's... When Gundams were still everywhere. Maybe this Macy's has a gun store, and maybe I can just steal a gun. Oh, it's not stealing. It's free. I can grab guns, ammunition, and I can hunt that tiger down. And then I can, like kill the tiger and then i can take off my shirt and then i can be like what's up putin i did it too it's not that hard well as matthew mcconaughey once said take out the heart you bring down the beast and uh that those are words that i live by uh i believe i would be prepared to take on a siberian tiger if it meant that i could get some sweet new watch fobs maybe like a belt or something so here's the problem though tyler Tigers don't have hearts. Oh, love. that's true. Well, the least see... I can do is put out of its misery then. Did you see the Jungle Book? <laughs> what was that? Shere Khan? Is that his name? Yeah. Uh, no, Shaka Khan. Shaka Khan, that's true. Shakira. Uh, so, <laughs> thank, you, thank you so much, uh, Heimberg and Gomberg. <laughs> and 
next time you have to choose between going to Joanne Fabrics and risking your life with a tiger, go ahead and risk your life with a tiger. You're going to be glad you did. Uh, also, Jordan, real quick, your uh, gunshot point uh, did remind me. I finally watched The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly the other night. And not only is it fantastic, but I absolutely died during the scene where The Ugly is in the revolver shop. Oh, and dude. he's like, revolvers? And the shop owner's just like, mm, revolvers. That whole scene was like improvised. <laughs> oh, it's so good. It's great. Our final question comes to us from G-Unit Lawton. Thank you so much. G-Money. Who wants to know, would you rather have the abilities of a master chef or have Gordon Ramsay for your personal cook? Go. Oh, this is so easy. If I have the abilities of a master chef, I'm going to be able to take out all the aliens on the Halo. I can fight back the flood. <laughs> Man, this is just, why would I even, I mean, Gordon Ramsay's awesome, but I got Cortana always like feeding information into my head. Oh, I man. thought that this brioche was, is delicious. I thought that deadly. it was uh, Gordon Ramsay under the helmet. Like, isn't that what they've been teasing this whole time? You get to the end, and he removes his helmet, and he's like, "This is bollocks." Now he turns to the player. You've been doing it all wrong. He turns to the player, and he's like, "You were horrendous. What are you doing? I could have beaten this game like hours ago. This is disgusting. You left all those people alive. Oh, there. What about the achievements? You didn't get the platinum trophy." So I think the the big thing with Gordon Ramsay as your personal chef, like you're you are gonna have to deal with his tough love. Like it isn't gonna be a matter of you being like, hey, tonight I just kind of feel like a uh, uh, pizza. He's gonna like, what are you doing to yourself, you fatty? You gotta eat a garbage. What is it? Blah blah blah. But here's the thing, the magical thing. That Gordon Ramsay, when he cooks for you, is going to have to critique himself. Oh. And then the world is going to explode. It's like when you put a, a mirror in front of another mirror and it breaks reality. Hey, can we, can we <laughs> that's, how, that's how you summon Jareth uh, out of his the Goblin Kingdom into the, the realms of men. Can we detour to an update on Amy's Baking Company? Our favorite, oh, yes, please. Our favorite Kitchen Nightmare episode. Uh, Sammy, I think, I think it's shut down because everyone hated it. Uh, and Sammy, the husband, is facing deportation. Please, everyone, right now, go and check out the Amy's Baking Company episode of Kitchen Nightmares. It's, yeah, if you uh, haven't seen it already, you really need to see it. It's the finest documentary I've seen in a long, long time. Um, so, advantage having the abilities of a master chef you're going to be able to make so much delicious food. But as soon as your friends find out about that, that's all you're going to do. Like, you're not going to be able to go anywhere with them being like, hey, how about you uh, whip up something here? Yeah, but you'll always be popular. Uh, Wouldn't you yeah, like that, true. Tyler? You'd really like I to would be love popular. That. I would love to be popular. <laughs> popular. Yeah, but... I want to be a song from Wicked. <laughs> I've never actually seen the show. <laughs> Uh, has it, have you. any of us? I don't think any of us have. I haven't either. Have you? I haven't listened. I haven't even listened to the soundtrack. Nor, nor have I. I. It's a lot of people get upset with me at work. I've listened to maybe two songs, and uh, here it comes. How strong, many actually? Three. Strongly four. disliked it. No, two. 
And I was just like, yeah, this is the state of musicals today. I had to sing a whole bunch of those songs in uh, county choruses in middle and high school, and I hated every moment of it. Um, Master Chef, though, you're going to want to show off those skills, but you're going to need to be buying, like, shark fin and truffles. It's like, it's going to be no, an expensive no, no, habit. No. Tyler, a true master chef. They make use of whatever's available. Whatever the chairman makes available. A true iron chef. Well, that's the thing. If you, you're like, oh, I'm pretty awesome. I'm a master chef. And they're going to be like, oh, well, we got some iron chefs here for you to compete with. And you're like, oh, crap. That would be wow. amazing, though. You would I, lose, though. Dream, you would absolutely Whose dream lose. isn't it to go toe-to-toe? With Iron Iron Chef Japan in the kitchen. You're going to be like, hey, I made this sauce and I put some parsley in it. You're like, oh, yeah, well, I turned this house cat into a giant cake. There was uh, numerous uh, times when I was Kevin's roommate in college that, uh, you know, I'd be getting ready for bed at like 10 or 11. And Kevin's just like, I'm just going to watch one more episode of Iron Chef. Yeah, uh, the, the Japanese one, the real one. Oh, yeah, the Japanese one's fantastic. Yeah, Kevin, it's amazing. Do you, do you have any favorite Iron Chef moments that, as a Master Chef, you might get to take part in? What? No, here's the thing. As a Master Chef, you would not get to take part in it because when the chefs entered the uh, kitchen stadium, they would ascend on elevators. Um, and one chef in particular, Iron Chef Italian, ascended on his own platform with an orchestra. Wow. Signaling that he was the Prince of Pasta. Um, so you're not going to get that as a master chef. You're going to get like, I don't know, a, a cello. You're going to get like a dude on a bassoon, like coming, like following you into your, to your arena. Maybe if you're lucky, they'll let you bite a pepper. You'll get the, the ability, the right to challenge the iron chefs, at least. The right stuff, if you will. Let's talk some more about Gordo. Uh, because <laughs> Gordon Ramsay Gordo? was the best friend in Lizzie McGuire, right? Like that was that was his first role on television. Eddie no, no, Gordo. you're thinking of Lizzie Borton. Uh I'm thinking of um, Thin Lizzy. You're thinking of Thin Lizzy, yeah. He's also like when he's not, you know, like a demon, uh, making you question every choice you've a ever demon made in your from life. Hell's Kitchen. Uh, he is like he's a pretty suave, well dressed dude. I'm gonna have company around, and they're gonna be like, "Oh, hey, Tyler, that's great. You have dinner. Oh my gosh, Gordon Ramsay's here." I'm sorry, but goodbye. Like your pop popularity factor is gonna is gonna plummet. I mean, people are gonna use you to get it to get it old um, King Tut Ramsey over there, um, but it's it's all gonna be a sham. Like you're just gonna be another another part of uh, the reality show that is life. Why does he wear a headset? What's that about? Ooh, Gordon, Gordon Ramsay. Yeah. He's got to be able to communicate with his sous chefs. See, that pissed he me needs off. To sue someone. Like, talk to me. Look, my eyes are up here, Gordon. <laughs> All right, you cook me a meal. I don't want you to be talking to your advantage, floozies in the kitchen. Advantage of Gordon Ramsay being your personal chef. Gordon Ramsay has a net worth of 32 million pounds. Whew. I must be incredibly well, rich. <laughs> To have Gordon Ramsay as my personal chef. So, or just really fat. Oh, I know. Hey, you make food that rich, you're, you're bound to have some calories in there. I, You know, I just don't think I could do it because originally Gordon Ramsay tried to play soccer or football. Uh, but he... Wait, tore, soccer or football? Uh, both. He tried to combine oh, okay, the two and that's why he didn't work out for him. Um, 
He was originally a footballman, football man, a footballer. Footballer is the actual term. Uh, but he his original last name was footballman. <laughs> but he's he tore some cartilage in his knee, and uh, so so what? I'm like I'm this dude's backup plan then. He originally wanted to be a sports star, but now he's just going to settle for me. You're getting in sloppy failure. seconds. Exactly. I, no, I don't want a failure cooking in my kitchen. Give me Morimoto, Iron Chef Morimoto. Put David Beckham in my kitchen. <laughs> I want nothing but the finest of footballers cooking for me uh, when I really want mac and cheese at like 3 a.m. All right. We need to vote on this. Uh, I am going to go ahead and go with. The skills of a master chef, because, you know, even if I wind up cooking a whole bunch, at least I'll be able to, like, eat some of my own uh, cooking. And then also, I don't want to have to share that spotlight. Gordon Ramsay, like, God love him, but, like, I wouldn't blame anyone for only being able to focus on him if he was the person in the room. It's, it's, he's going he's gonna to outshine you in so many ways. It's just going gonna, gonna to be a real stressful. You're going to weep yourself to sleep a lot. Over a delicious food, but you'll still be weeping. Kevin? You know what? I think I'm going to go with Gordon Ramsay being my personal chef um, on the condition that every meal that he eats, I cook. So, so. it's his own personal health. So, so you on, can so you on. can make him hate you. Because guess on. what I ate yesterday for dinner? I took some chocolate chip muffin mix, poured it into a bowl, poured a little bit of milk in there and stirred it up and then ate it wait 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 really wait you didn't even bake it no you didn't even add like eggs or anything no no it's just milk and mix little m and m was it like cookie dough what was it actually did taste a lot like cookie dough it was delicious so gordon i'm doing you a freaking favor (laughs) jordan uh i'm gonna go jordan ramsey i'm gonna go with uh be be my own master chef primarily because i'm concerned that gordon ramsay will lull me into a false sense of security he'll be making me great food and then all of a sudden he'll start trying to like uh tear the 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 skin off my flesh uh because it started snowing and now it's now he turned into gordon ramsay snow <laughs> That's a long setup to a joke that, you know, yep. 10, ten mm-hmm. people are going to get, and that's going to be great. Now, winter is coming. So thank you so much for your question, Jeffrey Lawton. And next time you have to choose between becoming a master chef or having the master chef in your home, uh, go ahead and go with... If only we could get master shake in our home. <laughs> that would be awesome. Shoot. Uh, go ahead with being a master chef. Has Gordon Ramsay gone up against the Iron Chefs yet in Iron Chef America? He's not on Food Network, so no. Oh, man. I, I want to see that. Somebody throw down. Somebody light up the, the lights in Kitchen Stadium. Somebody start tossing around the old pigskin. Uh, so thank you so much for joining us again. Please, 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 please come out and join us at the Arcade Comedy Theater in Pittsburgh, August 15th it's a thursday doors are going to be at 8 30 we'll be handing out beers we're going to have a bowl uh for folks to submit questions 
uh, at the event that we're going to go through uh, and argue. Or if you know that you're going to be there and you'd like to submit early, go ahead and email us at ninjas versus podcasts. That's versus VS, no period, at gmail.com. Uh, just include the words live show in the header of the message, and we'll know that it's a question that you want us to consider for the live show. Send as many as you want. Full Pint Brewing is providing some really, really fantastic beer. They are honestly, like, super, super good. Uh, it's five bucks, but it's it's really worth your money. And Tyler, would you say that super they are... grateful. Would you say that, that Full Pint Beer is better than Coors, the Banquet Beer? I would say they're better than Coors. I would say they're better than Bud. I would even say they're better than um, the Pabst Blue Ribbon. What about Natural Light? They are better than Natural Light. They are better than fluorescent light uh they they're better than all what about the genuine draft of miller (laughs) (laughs) they are so much better they're on a whole other level colt 45 malt liquor um man it works uh, every time (laughs) it's a great chaser to it king cobra mickey cobra commander (laughs) 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 old english So please come on out. Are we gonna do? Are we gonna do an episode that will air before the live show next week? Live show is next. Live show is Thursday, right? Because I'm gonna be I'm gonna be investigating boiler explosions in in Minnesota, so that's gonna be (laughs) too complicated. So no new episode next week. No, there will Uh, be. We'll have it uploaded on like Friday, won't we? Oh yeah, I guess we could. Yeah, next week's episode will be our live show. And it's going to be grand. Um, And bring your friends, bring your family. Uh, Thank you so much to Animal Tropical for our intro, 20 Miles. Thank you to Sparrows and Crows for our outro, Ultraviolet Bliss. Um, Thank you to the other shows on the Eric Tribune Network, uh, Eric and Sarah's Magical Fun Cast, and Enter the Critic for um, being great and uh, supporting us and promoting the show as well. Uh, Thanks to the Brothers McElroy, for the spot um, that they uh, gave us on their show. And if you would like to send us Would You Rathers, you can send them to the email that we gave earlier. Uh, you can find us on Facebook, uh, facebook.com slash ninjas versus podcast. Uh, not only can you leave questions there, but we post a lot of <laughs> videos uh, that we make references to, jokes in general. Uh, we love interacting with people on there. Uh, we're excited to meet some of the folks from that group at the live show. And you can also find us on Twitter at Ninjas vs. Podcast and be considered for the Tweet of the Week if you use the NVP hashtag. Jordan, do we have a Tweet of the Week? Uh, we do. It is from uh, MVP superfan Holly Stansberry, who says, Loving hearing one of my favorite podcasts being plugged by one of my other favorite podcasts. Hashtag MVP. Hashtag Mabimbam. Hashtag make that crossover happen. Yeah. Hashtag make out. Um, just all the time. Done and uh, done. Three of, dibs on Griffin. Three of us dibs are three McElroy's. <laughs> dibs on Griffin. I'll take Travis. We're in the same career. Kevin, you get Justin. <laughs> all right, I'm down with that. You're down to, you're down to Justin. He's DTJ. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, we uh, need to take... We need to leave? Our, we need to take a go away. What's our... What's we our, need to take a go away. What's our last... Our last question, keeping 
with our ninjas versus theme. I always say that our last real question is our last question. This is just something dumb we do. Yeah. Um, it's ninjas speed, versus making out. Speed round. Ninjas versus the kissing disease. Wait, the one that comes from that Tsetse fly? Mono? Yes. Ninjas versus mono. Go. Uh Oh, ninjas, because they got... They got the masks on, so they're not going to get no kissing disease. They're not going to get no kissing either. They're going to die of a broken heart, so mono. Uh, I will also go ninjas, because there's only one mono. There's, there's no duo disease. Uh-huh, yep. All right, I understand where you're going with that. And I was going to make a mono joke, too, but I'm going to go ahead and go with ninjas, because, um, you know, the the kiss of cold steel... That's that's not gonna that's not gonna transmit anything. So thank you so much for joining us. As ever, I'm Tyler. I'm Jordan. And I'm Kevin. And until next time. Speaking of guzzling. <laughs> that was really good. Uh, that was I enjoyed a fantastic that. Uh, we knew that talking about free beer. We mentioned two words: free beer. Instant. Instant knew that uh, the brothers McElroy would be. Oh, no. oh, exactly. I, be, I didn't write. I didn't write free beer. I said free beer. Oh, oh yeah. must have misunderstood. Free beer will be there. Yeah, <laughs> he's, he's gonna be giving. Uh, he's gonna be doing fortunes. And he has uh, so many harmonicas. Nah, he's a Swedish uh, electronic man. Free beer. Oh right, yeah. Uh, he's also a Swedish. Uh, uh, I really love not a mess. He's the Swedish Gordon He is just the sweetest chef you'll ever see. We'll soak in the ultraviolet bliss. Nice. Uh, yeah. Very oh, nice. Uh, Very uh, real uh, nice. Uh, blah, blah.